Welcome to the Filthy Dad Pod, a place where three washed-up dads talk sports to the masses in between wiping asses. And I am your host, Ryan. We got Tom and Derek with us tonight. And boys, oh my, I have been, bro, my face is red again. It's it's not from the shots like it was last week. It's from screaming at the TV in laughter of the New England Patriots and some of the shit that happened. But Give me just just give me one word for what you've seen, not just today, this weekend, because we had some wild things. Tom, one word. This is some of the best football I watched since he said one word, Tom. He said one word. Fuck his one word. This is some of the best football I watched since since February 4th, 2018. And you know what happened there. Tell him what happened, Tom. Tell him. I know you want to. The Pages lost another game. But this time they lost to a backup quarterback, forty-one to thirty-three, unlike some dumbass plays they did today. Let's, bro. Let's jump into right. it. I ain't wait. Go ahead, on, on, I mean, ask me what, what one word. So Give me I, one. Com- I comprehend better than that ball-headed fuck right there. So I'll actually answer your question. All right, I want to first apologize because I got a little bit ahead of myself because I am very excited. I'm pumped up. The juices are flowing. Give me one word to explain this weekend. One one word to explain this weekend. Come back. No space. Mm. Come back together, Tom. That's that's how you do that. That's how you. You're talking about the Bengals comeback, Derek. Hey, I'm talking about every comeback, and we'll get into it. That's the only comeback. That's the only comeback you need to worry about, brother. Tom, we'll even talk about France coming back. Come on, it was just a comeback weekend. We're worrying about the Bengals comeback. Okay. The, we'll get to your Bengals. We will. We're going to get into a lot of things, but what I want to jump in first, I don't want to waste no time because it's hot off the press and I don't fucking understand it. What the hell? Somebody explain to me what happened at the end of the New England game. We've seen what happened. This They 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 give the ball. Ramondre Stevenson gets the ball. He's taking it up the side, and in real time, I'm thinking he turns around like he's about to – throw it backwards and i'm like all right he's about to throw it to this he throws it to him and i'm like oh shit get out of bounds get out of bounds you get a field goal right then i look at the clock and there's nothing left so i'm like okay he's about to just try to run it around maybe a little lateral or something like that this dude cocks his arm back and throws a 30 yard pass backwards to his quarterback who is in man coverage with chandler jones that was jacoby myers that threw that pass it was he, he threw throws it to the his match. quarterback um he, he's yeah, he was throwing it. He was throwing it to Mac Jones, is what I was trying to get at. But no, I know. No, what I'm saying is Ramondre Stevenson threw the ball to Jacoby Myers, and Jacoby Myers threw the 30 yard pass yes. back to Mac Jones. To to Mac Jones, who got mossed, who didn't even put up a fight on the play, and then got bullied, stiff armed into the ground. Somebody give me something on this game. Give me some initial thoughts because I'm worked up. <laughs> well, I was so locked into the Bucks Bengals game because you know how I feel about Tom's Bengals. So, and I looked at the score and I'm like, all right, the Raiders are just going to lose in Raiders fashion. They, you know, they were, I think they were losing at a touchdown at that point. I look back, oh, they scored. There was a couple seconds left. So I'm like, all right, this game is going to go into, you know, overtime. And all Tom keeps on fucking texting us is OMFG, 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 OMFG. So I'm like, all right, what the fuck? Like, what's going on? So, you know, because Tom loves to text with no context. You know, uh-huh. that's no context, Tom. So what the hell's going on? Yo, you won't believe it. So then as Tom was like telling us what was going on, uh, Tony Romo and who's a Jim Nance or whatever, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, 
you won't believe it. This is going to go down into history, like which is how the Raiders just won in that fashion. So they kind of just broke from like the Bucks game and kind of showed. I was like, there's no way. Like, there's no way. There's way. There like, is. That, that and what, what kills me is that's that's not a that team that was out there today, just on that last play, that is not a Bill Belichick disciplined team. There's no way that play should have happened. No, no way. And it's not like they're out of the playoffs. They still actually have a they, – they had a fighting chance that, to still that, get in the playoffs. That was not the design play. But it doesn't matter. You 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 got to know. Jacoby Myers isn't a first or second – like, he might be a second, third-year player. But he's, he's smart enough to know, like, you can't do that in that situation. Listen, this ain't fucking week two. This ain't – you guys are three games up on your division. There's only two games left in the season. This ain't preseason. Bro – this is week what? What are we in? Week 15? There's four games left to make a push of the playoffs. You're in a seven seed. Take it to overtime. You're in the opposite. Yo, you're in Vegas. Take your chances. Go to overtime. You win the coin toss. Go put up some points. Or you, at the worst case, bro, you, you make them earn it. Instead, you give it to them. You lose the game. And now the Chargers win and they jump you. And now they're in the seven seed and you're on the outside looking in. Bro, the Patriots were out. The Patriots were outscoring the Raiders twenty-one to seven before that before that play happened. Twenty-one to seven. Ramondre Stevenson. That th- that play was designed for Ma- for Ramondre Stevenson to try to break something free and just go down, get out of bounds, and go to overtime. Anytime the game's 24-24, you're never in your entire life throwing the ball back for laterals. So not only not only was Jacoby Myers a dumbass. For doing what he did, throwing that thirty-yard pass to you, not only not just one, not just a player, like your fucking quarterback. And what word are you throwing the ball back one to your quarterback, especially Mac Jones? But what is Ramondre Stevenson even doing, trying to to start the lateral? Well, I mean, he's giving it to a skill player, a, a player that you know you would think wouldn't try to fucking throw. If he would have passed it to an offensive lineman or Mac Jones. And he, I'd be like, okay, what the fuck were you doing? He's giving it to a receiver, to a skill player, a playmaker, somebody that can, you know, at worst case, he's going to get it. He's by the sideline. I don't, I don't knock Stevenson too much. I think, I think that Jacoby, my, I think he was shell shocked. He, he probably wasn't expecting that. He gets the ball and he's like, shit, I need to make a play. All right, boom. Oh, I see somebody. Maybe not even peeping. It's Mac Jones, or who knows? They handed the ball off. Maybe they throw it backwards, and he thinks that Mac Jones can launch it down the field. I, I have no idea what that was going through the dude's mind. That's one of the worst plays. That's what. That's going to go down as one of the worst losses in NFL history. That that video is not going anywhere. And I mean, again, these are NFL players to make that play, even trying to make something out of it. You weren't down in the game. That wasn't a must-score opportunity. You know, exactly. Uh, it wasn't a must-score scenario. All you had to do was, like you said, take it into overtime. If Going the rate they were going, if you give me the Patriots or Vegas, Vegas always loses in the fourth quarter or overtime. So take your chances in overtime. Just like you said, try to win the coin toss. If not, their defense was playing pretty good. So, mm-hmm. you know, take the chance of stopping them, maybe only letting them get three and then you going down and scoring. But to do to to try to make something out of nothing was just mind baffling, and I, I try to see where you where you were coming from, Rod. Well, maybe all right, just he was trying to get out of you know give it to Jacoby Myers so he can get out of bounds and then get a field goal. All right, that's smart. 
but to just try to launch the ball 40 yards backwards is just like it's mind-boggling and even going into that i'll be completely honest i was i was going through i was i was watching the game we just got home from a party it was actually uh mike mike majors his son's birthday was today we were out there for the day but um so I, I'm just getting in the door. I'm just sitting down. I'm getting a laptop. I'm starting to work on the stuff I need to get done for the show. And I'm like in and out. So I'm not really paying attention. So when I said like, yo, I'm thinking, all right, he's on a ladder. He's going to step out of bounds. I didn't realize that there was two seconds on the clock when they snapped it. I remember there being a play where they had a lot more time. I guess I missed the play. Yeah, I thought there was like 12. Yeah, there was like 12 yeah. seconds when I looked when it was tied. So I didn't even see the clock. I'm just my internal clock. I'm like, okay, he got some time. Like, get out of bounds. Okay. That's a good play. And then, and then as soon as he laterals it and Myers catches it, I look at I look down at the clock and I see zero. So he starts moving. And I'm, again, I'm like, all right. But then I, yo, never in a million years <laughs> would I expect. I, it sucks because I didn't time. see it live. I didn't see it live. I think I would have been more, you know, amped up if I seen it live. Bro, I immediately went live in Sippo. <laughs> immediately went live in Sippo. I couldn't contain. I was home by myself. There was nobody else here. I couldn't fucking believe what I just saw. And I needed, I dude, I needed, a, I, I didn't know what the hell to do. Again, fucking mind blown. I, I, how does that happen to a Bill Belichick uh, coach team? For real. Yeah, that's insane. Man, Again, so. You blaming that on Patricia? Oh no, I'm blaming it on fucking. I mean, I'm not blaming it on Bill Belichick. I'm will, like I said, uh, my mentality on it is uh, they went into the game and they just wanted to run the ball out and get the overtime. And dumb, dumb fucking Stevenson threw the ball back and started a whole fucking op- opened up the can of worms, thinking that now Jacoby Myers has the ball. Oh, I got the ball, like you said. Now let me try to make a play. Since Stevenson tried to make a play and he just made a dumbass play. What I'm saying is the fucking the the, the Pandora's box or it should have never been open. I do hear I do hear you there, but that's all I'm saying. 100% Jacoby Myers' fault. There's 100%. That doesn't go on nobody but Jacoby Myers. But I'm just saying that Stevenson just opened the whole play up to when he pitched it back. I just think he should have went out. Like I said, they it was 21 to six. I mean 21 seven in the second half. The Patriots had all the momentum. And even on that Keelan Cole touchdown, it wasn't a fucking touchdown. The refs fucked them. What that the one where they couldn't sit? Yeah, I want to talk yeah. like, talk about that because because that was How that was we tough. see it. I, I I feel like I saw it. So did I feel like I saw it? Did Did you see Did you see that replay or no? Did you miss that? No, nah, I, I just did a lot of scoreboard watching today. I was pretty so, uh, tuned in on um just the Eagles game today game. and the Bucks yep. Bengals. <laughs> So yo, there was a uh, so, so there was a touchdown, Keelan Cole. It was the touchdown. What was it? The touchdown that tied the game at the yeah, point. Touchdown that point tied the game. And it's like the the one camera that Fox had was way up, and it was it was the closest they got was it was pretty high, and it was kind of blurry. You could s- literally see clearly that the dude's foot was on the white line, like over. But that's it, it was it was on a little bit of a slant. So because they didn't have a closer angle or like a, a different view of evidence, yeah. They they confirmed it. They didn't just let it stand, they confirmed it as a catch. Oh so I'm shit. like it, I, 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 I was kind of confused there because I thought you you know, I'm like, all right, well, don't you confirm it when you can definitely see, but right. regard regardless, right. look, regardless, as a if that's my team and that happens to me, I'm pissed. I'm pissed off. I want to know how to how don't they have the cameras to catch that? 
because that, that's what I'm saying. There's a, there's 50 the million cameras. Camera. There's there's a million ca- they even have cameras at the first down mark now. You you gotta have a camera that catches that. Where's the not pylon just the sky camera. the sky camera? Right, the back of the pylon. Where's the camera at? I have no clue. They have ca- they have those pylon cameras on every game. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just listen. I'm I'm just glad at the end of the day the Raiders that didn't fuck the Ra- uh Well, it fucked the Patriots. So <laughs> it did again. And and you know who it helps out, Tom? They love to give you shit for it in Sippo. Your charges. It. <laughs> It helps the Chargers, who now again, yo, not only does it help the Chargers, but now that that dub by the Jags, that's a big win. The Jags are one game, two, uh, they're two losses. I'm looking right now, one yeah. win. It's like they're like one and a half or two. They might be two games, but regardless, the Jags are now right there, and I'm giving, I'm taking the Jags over the fucking Patriots. That 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 play doesn't represent the whole team. But I already didn't like that team because of their quarterback. And then when you add on hero ball, now they're at the point where one of their one of their I would call him a veteran leader when it him Aguilar compared to some of the receivers they got there. Like when one of those dudes are making that kind of play, trying to play hero ball instead of just trusting that look, we have a great defense. We got one of the best defensive playmakers in the game in Matthew Judon, and then we have one of the best head coaches to ever coach the game. You know what? Let's take this into OT and take our chances. I like to think that we could get down the field, or at the very least, our defense could possibly create something. Dash, man, you both look like you're deep in train of thought. Now I'm trying to look at the standards to see how they could win. It looks like if they win out, and that's what I was looking at. Miami or the Chargers loses two times. New England or the Jets lose. They're probably in. They win the tie over. Cleveland and Las Vegas, who doesn't matter. Well, that goes by – in their wild card, it goes by com- head-to-head then conference, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're 5-4 and four conference. Yeah, Jacksonville 6-8. and eight. It's the Jets, New England, and Tennessee are all 7-7. Seven seven. All right. I want to uh, I want to call an audible real quick. What up? So there was, there was a couple bets over the weekend. There was a bet from me and Tom on the World Cup final. I had Argentina beating France, and Tom, of course, had France, and it was a great game. A furious comeback. I'm not a soccer head by any means, but I, bro, I had goosebumps. I was jumping up and down. This today has been a wild day with sports. But dude, it was crazy. I turned it on as soon as I woke up because we we woke up pretty late today. I turned it on. Isaiah was on the couch watching it, and you know I'm watching Argentina scores twice. Even that whole first half, it looked like Argentina just they had the ball the whole time. You know, France just could not get anything happen. Argentina was closing the passing lanes. It was nuts. So, you know, after halftime, I went upstairs, made breakfast for the family. We're all sitting at the table. We're all goofing around. I forgot about the World Cup. So I'm like, 2-0 in soccer. It's kind of, you know, crazy if a team comes back. So Isaiah, you know, he wanted to check the score. Hey, Siri, what's the score? Uh, Argentina currently leaves 2-0 at the 68th minute. I'm like, oh, yeah, boo, that, that game's over. So Steve was on his way over. He's like, yo, you got the World Cup on? I'm like, nah, why? I checked the score. 2-2, Mbappe scores. Go, a goal, and then another goal, 90 seconds. Mm-hmm. Right after that. I'm like, what the? Mm. F-? I run downstairs. We're all glued to the TV. Even my wife glued to the TV. We were glued. You couldn't even, you couldn't get us away from the TV. 
that was the most exciting shit I've I've because Isaiah's an Mbappe fan, he wanted France to win. I wanted Argentina to win just based off of Messi, you know. This is probably mm. his last World Cup. Steve was here, he wanted uh Messi. But you know, I was kind of on France's side too. I'm like, all right, if this if this if they make this comeback, this is going into history books. Like we we just witnessed history. So yeah. it was just great. And then just you know, going into the the PK was just like a bonus, it was like bonus coverage. Bro, it was Tom, would you would you what was your impression on that game? And, and and the reason I bring this up, and before I get your response, you owe me something. The reason I brought this up was because we made a bet and I took Argentina. And before I want to hear anything out of your mouth, you owe me a beer chug. If you could start that now, please. <laughs> you said on I demand. Nifty, I got my little nifty 50 cup. Okay, okay. My little rolling rock. Just so you can hear the crack. That sounds like a good crack. I'm inviting a couple of your friends to come chug a beer with you, Tom. I might as well chug uh, one of mine, too. Oh, matter of fact, I was going to just wait and go after. But listen, you lost the bet today, too. So you got to chug yeah. two beers. So your bet was with Tom for the Cincinnati Bengals. And Tom said, Derek, you better put some respect on the name. The best team in the AFC, brother, the Cincinnati Bengals. Best team in the AFC? The best team in the AFC. I agree. I don't. I'm on board. We'll get, we'll get to it. I don't. I don't agree. And they got a match. And they got a matchup left with the Buffalo Bills. And the That's Bills it. are going to smack them. Yeah, okay. They might. They're going to smack them. The Bills are going to smack them. Yo. That is going to be, that game's for the that game's for the number one seed. That the the Chiefs are struggling. Oh, nice chug! Ooh. Nice chug, boys. You you each got one more, so we'll wait a little bit and we'll get you that other one. I'm glad I don't got to be the one drinking this weekend. <laughs> for real, this was nice. I, I had some Kern's wings earlier, so I'm burping up Kern's. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad, but Tom, so. Talk to me about the game. No, no. I'll be the first to go on and admit that. I'm not mad that Messi won. I think Messi's the greatest player of all time, and it kills all the Messi-Ronaldo talks. That's it. It's over with. Ronaldo will trade in every accolade he has, every MVP, every other league championship he has. He will trade in everything he's ever accomplished for something that Messi now has, and that's a World Cup. So right there, that kills all the conversation. Messi's got what Ronaldo doesn't. Messi's got the most important, the most important trophy in soccer. He has it now. So I think that kills all debates between Messi and Ronaldo, in my opinion. Second of all, I thought once once they went up two nothing, and like Derek said, they had complete control of the whole game all the way until like, mm-hmm. excuse me, damn near the seventieth minute is when it seemed like France started getting some pressure on. I thought the game was over. Yeah. Excuse me. And then, bam, you get a penalty kick. Um, Mbappe comes up, nails it. Goalie had – goalie even put his fingers on it. It was too strong of a shot. And then not even a minute later, a beautiful setup, and there was absolutely zero chance. Mbappe was missing that. He That was a fucking missile of a shot. Mm-hmm. There, like, there was zero chance he was missing that. That was – too personal for him. 
Yeah. He did nothing yeah. all game. He he literally was getting – it seemed like he was getting bullied damn near the whole game. He couldn't get nothing going. They were doubling him all game. And then Mbappe just did what 23-year-old and 19-year-old like he did in, in four years ago, Mbappe does. And he took over the game. And he told – and he's showing you why you could kill all the Messi-Ronaldo talks now because they're they're going to be done playing that. Mbappe is now the face of soccer. That's and he's only 23 years old. I saw. I said to you two earlier today was. I'll be honest. Again, I'm not a big soccer guy. That today was my first time. I knew who the kid was. I knew he was good. I I seen highlights. Today was my first time ever watching him play a game, and I didn't start watching until a little bit later in the game. So I called it at a very at a very good point to to start watching. And I was just like, holy shit! Like this dude's a beast. He had a, well, he had a hat trick, and he scored yeah. and he scored his uh his only penalty power play yeah. his penalty kick power play yeah but. Yeah, I want to look back. Did we all? Who do we all have on that on that Patriots game? On the I had the Raiders. I, I had the Raiders. You both had the Raiders, and I had the Patriots. Yeah, you did have the Patriots. <laughs> I should have to drink just for that. That was <laughs> seriously. That was terrible. Absolutely putrid. If we have any Patriots fans here, I'm so sorry for you guys. That was uh, that was pretty tough. All right. Yeah, their their future is looking rough. It is. It is. I told you I don't like their quarterback, but uh, I want to take the time before we jump into this next game, and we're going to Dallas. We're going to Dallas because they're another team that lost off of a defensive touchdown today. I want to take the time and at least do my due diligence, and I'm going to go into the comments section, and I'm going to tag every Cowboys fan I know. And for the – for the people that are live with us right now, if you could go and tag the Cowboys fans that you know, we would appreciate that because we got a lot to talk to them fools about. A lot. Listen, yo, just listen to the day that it was. You get that You get that awesome start to the day with the World Cup that we just talked about. Then in a the 1 o'clock slate, you get all these games that come down to the wire. Dallas loses. The I think in the win. last two minutes, I think, or the last, I would say about five minutes of every game this, in the earlier slate, I think it was like a one possession game. May have been. Let me see. I think it was. Well, the Eagles and uh, Eagles and the Bears were. Definitely. Eagles and the Bears. That was it. That was, that was a rough game. They were. It was. Uh, we'll get yeah, into every that. Game, every game came down to the wire. That's that's all, yo. And that again, real quick before we jump full, you know, full feet into into what that shit bowl Dallas did. Shit bowl. I don't even know what I just called them. It's just this week again hammers down the old cliche of any given Sunday because look at everything. The Bears, the Bears gave the Eagles everything that they can handle with the roster that they had. Right. The Jaguars beat the Cowboys. The um, Texans. The Texans, that's who I was talking The Texans go to overtime. The second week in a row, they play one of the top, I would say, top five ranked teams in the league and take them to overtime and nearly beat the Cowboys last week. And then there was another game that was pretty close that I felt like I felt like should have been a little out of hand. But it's just like this shit is not just as, as open and it's not just as simple as it looks on paper. It ain't just, mm-hmm. oh, well, you know, this team is – this team is – is so much oh the Colts the Colts was a good I know that they <laughs> we'll get into that I know <laughs> that they stunk it up but shit it just shows that 
that shit don't that shit really don't matter. I don't care what your record is. It's an NFL team going up against another NFL team. Anything can happen. And this weekend, anything did happen, including the Dallas Cowboys losing in overtime to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And they have made our lives so much simpler. As now, for the final three games, all the Philadelphia Eagles need to do is win one of the three, and Dallas loses one of the three. Or we win all, or, or yeah, we could lose against Dallas on Christmas Eve, win one more game, and still lock up the one seed. Mm-hmm. Like, fucking thank you, Doug Peterson. It's gonna be it's gonna be a sweeter. F- We're not losing at Dallas. It's gonna be that sweet and that much better when we lock up the division and we lock up the number one seed against Dallas on primetime football Christmas Eve in Dallas. It does not get better than this. Mm-mm. What a showdown we are looking at, bro. I am so I feel like Dallas week has Dallas week was always when 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 the Eagles were winning NFC championships every year, or I mean, going to the NFC championships every year, and then the 08 seasons and stuff. I feel like Dallas and our rivalry was so much bigger then, to where the last couple and and even just a couple years ago, to where the last couple years we kind of fell off because the Eagles were. I mean, of course, it was us and them battling for the division, but both teams kind of stunk, and, and then yeah. Dak got hurt, so that took a lot of the flame out last year, and it's like. Both these teams are really good. Both these teams are really dangerous. And both of these teams got a legit shot to win a championship, right? And now, I, if this game would – the only thing that can make this game better is if it was a week 18, winner gets the one seed, loser plays, you know, five seed. But it's it's like this game has everything. It has everything. It has the storylines. It has the mica between the offensive line chirp. It has J. It has both teams coming off of games in which they didn't play their best. Philly gets out with the dub. Dallas coming in off of an L. It's got again, and it's just Philly Dallas. It's this game's gonna have storylines everywhere. I'm fucking excited. I'm ready to bet some Cowboys fans a couple of things, whether it's things that we do on the show. If it's that, I'm ready to make another tattoo bet. I don't give a damn. We're I ain't making no tattoo bet, but we're winning. <laughs> How excited are you guys about that game? And talk to me about Dallas and Jacksonville. So you're and I feel about my Jags. I did pick them. You guys went against them. Um, again, I think that they are a hot young team, and they're just trending in the right direction. Trevor, that boy Trevor Lawrence is Timothy. He is nice. He's he's gonna be with the Joe Burrows, and he might even surpass Justin Herbert next year. I still think he has some some things that, you know, crinkle out. But I'm telling you, this kid is going to be good. I told you, um, you know, Travis Etienne, he went for over 100. He had two catches, I think like 24 yards. So he had over 120 purpose yards. I, I said that too. And this is the thing. It's not that I don't – it's not that I don't think that Dallas is a good team. It's exactly what I said last week. They were still winning with Cooper Rush. So they have the talent both on offense and defense. The person I think who I think is overrated and you know doesn't make the team that much better than they think is Dak Prescott because he always makes the turnovers at the right time. Not the right mm-hmm. time for his team, but for, for the us. other team. 
<laughs> and it literally showed today. You're driving down the field. You got the ball back already, and you throw a pick six to end the game. How cliche of a cowboy of a Cowboys team is that? It just speaks this is the dude. Good. I'm sorry. This is the dude that in a playoff game with no timeouts ran a fucking quarterback draw and got stuck and and ran his team out the playoff with no time left on the clock. So if you if if it comes down to Dak making good decisions, that fucking ship has sailed. That ship is it went out to the middle of the sea and then it sunk. Ain't no way it's coming back. But go ahead, D. I'm I, sorry. I just I just no, I, in I time I wanted to I remember that. I wanted to point it out. No, no, no. And I, I agree. It's just simple mistakes that he continuously mistakes that he mistakes that he makes at this point in time of his career. Like you're mm-hmm. not getting better with making these decisions, and these are crucial, critical games. If yeah. you, if you, you know, if he makes this, if, if they win this game, it makes their road to the playoffs and in the playoffs a little bit much better. But mm-hmm. I'm telling you. It's not that I don't believe in the Cowboys. I think that Dak just makes too many bad mistakes at the wrong times. Yeah. And I was, yo, so every Monday morning, it's like clockwork. Every Monday morning, I text a group of Cowboys fans. I keep them in a group chat, and I swear to God, I text them. I say something bad because half of them love Dak. The other half hate Dak. So I text them in a group, and then they fight. I, the last two Mondays, I had them fight. Dude, I text them at 9 o'clock in the morning. I don't look at my phone. I come back at fucking 1 o'clock. They're still arguing. So it's like my new favorite thing to do. But I text them today, and I'm like, yo, boys, as much as I've been on them, like, yo, that, t- that pass that he threw to Hendershock, that was a fucking dime. Dak made some dimes. He made some decent decisions. He made some good plays where he extended it. He moved around in the pocket. But then it always comes back to the same thing. Was that pay, was that was that uh, interception for a touchdown? One hundred percent on him. No, Noah Brown got his hands on. He should catch it. But it wasn't a good pass by any stretch. It was not a good pass. It could have been one hundred percent better. But instead, boy Jenkins takes it back. Dallas loses. And it's not only that like schoolgirl. What, what were they winning at one point? Twenty-seven to ten or something? Yo, they. I got you. I have it all because because they were literally they had control of the they had control of that game twenty one seven at halftime twenty one seven at halftime and then I believe it was like twenty twenty eight or twenty seven something twenty seven ten I think at one point if I'm not mistaken I could be wrong yeah it was it was twenty it was twenty Jacksonville threw a pick Dallas couldn't really move the ball they kick a field goal they went up twenty seven ten and then it, it started from there. That's what I'm saying. But at that point, you're like, all right, this game is over. Because, you know, Dallas has good running backs. So you're figuring, all right, they're just going to run the ball. Their defense is going to stop, you know, Trevor Lawrence. Because at that point, you have to throw the ball. And they just let them come back. And it's it's just laughable. I love it. Tom, how'd you feel on it? I mean, I'm with you guys. I mean, I'm just glad that Jacksonville was able to um, come back from the turnovers. I know ETN fumbled. I know uh, Trevor Lawrence fumbled, and I know he threw a pick. So that was three turnovers right there, and Jacksonville still was able to pull the game out. But my biggest thing on the game is how good Jacks, I mean, how good Dallas's defensive front seven is, and how mm-hmm. good they've been playing. They were only able to get one total sack on Trevor Lawrence today. And another thing that, that stuck early. out, yeah, exactly. And another thing that stuck out was they were only able to get one tackle for a loss today. 
which means every single offensive play that was a completion or a run was for no gain or positive yards. Only one play on the offense was for negative yards. That's that's huge for going up against a defense like Dallas, in my opinion. It is. So a game like that, I thought Trevor Lawrence, like Derek was texting in a group. Trevor Lawrence zoned in like he did every – like he, it seems like he does all the time in the second half, just like he just zoned in. Dougie Peterson, like I said, if anybody knows how to beat Dallas, it's going to be Doug Peterson knows how to beat Dallas. Mm-hmm. He's played him multiple times. Uh, he know he did it for Philly. Not only did he do it just for to try to make a wild card team, he knew Philly wanted it. He wanted this loss. Mm-hmm. Philly get he gave Philly, he helped Philly out, and uh, Dougie P for the win, baby. So, I just talk, I just want to try before ahead. you go, Ryan. No, no, no we're staying on this. No, no, I know the excitement on Doug Peterson when they won. Mm-hmm. It was electric, Love like it. yo, electric. Like I, that's how I want my head coach to be when we win, when we beat a team like that. I mean, you think you would think they won the fucking Super Bowl? He was jumping up, throw his headset, throw everything, because they you just know, beat the Dallas Cowboys. You know, he still don't like Dallas. He can't. You can't. No. You can't be in the city for four or five years, win a Super Bowl here. You played here as a player. Grow to hate Dallas because if you're the coach, you got to hate Dallas, or at least you got to. And then go out and play him and not feel good when you do something like that. And let's talk about your boy, Trevor Lawrence, 27 for 42, 318 yards, four touchdowns, one pick. And I'm ready to say he's going to win a second consecutive off AFC offensive player of the week because he has to. I, my, my bet was Josh Allen. And I think Josh Allen is a solid two, maybe solid three. There was some good, some good performers in the AFC this week, but Trevor Lawrence to do what he did, to beat the, one of the best teams in the NFC, to keep his team alive on a day where the the Titans went down, and now you're only one game out of your division, you ain't got it. You're not looking at the Patriots. You're not looking at the Chargers and the and those teams that are chasing that wild card spot. You're not looking at them. Now you're looking at Tennessee, who just continues to lose games, and now somehow at six and eight, pretty sure Jacksonville's one game out. Dude, and it's right. Like, him, Trevor Lawrence, and Doug Peterson was a marriage made in heaven because who better to coach this kid than Dougie P who coached Carson Wentz when, you know, he was at his best, you know, he didn't get injured that year. He probably would have won MVP when we went to the Super Bowl. So who better to coach this kid than Doug Peterson? Like you said, I, I don't, I didn't think that Doug Peterson was a coach that, you know, probably will stay there for years, but if these two can keep on clicking on the, you know, on all cylinders, like they are, who knows what you know what their ceiling is at this point? Yeah, listen. Especially this if you is, bring in some veteran talent too. Yeah, I would. I definitely want to check out what their salary cap and draft stock is looking like because they they can add some pieces, but when they got a lot of young pieces, Jacksonville's been j- drafting in the top ten for a long time. Yeah, but it's like this team gives me that twenty sixteen. 2016 2017 Philadelphia Eagles team when when the first year of Carson his rookie year and the first year of Doug Peterson to where it was like okay we were very we we they made us think we had a chance at playoffs but realistically we were going to fall a little bit short we were what seven and nine that year and um but they showed a lot of promise they showed like some some learning curves they showed that 
all right, this team, if we put some pieces around, this team could be really good. And the mm-hmm. following offseason, they went and did it. And Jacksonville has that vibe right now. They got yeah. winning, winning cures a lot. And Jacksonville has been losing for a very long time. And that locker room is exuberant. And those players are like, I mean, dude, you just see it's, it's like there's life. There's not much life in six win teams when there's only three weeks left, but there's life. And they got a realistic chance, just like the Detroit Lions. To, to go from <laughs> one of the worst records to a playoff berth. And I would love to see it. I it, it would it would be nice. I've been riding I, on them the past couple weeks, so you have. I am here for it. All right. Let's jump into even before we jump into our guys, I want to jump into something that really was another roller coaster. And that was the Tom Flynn. Lock of the week, which was coming into the game at minus four. At halftime, it was down to minus 37. And somehow it rallied, but still fell short by one point. Tom, you got so much hate in the midst of this game. I mean, you choose the Vikings, who were one of the hottest teams in the league. Against the fucking one of the worst teams in the league right now. And that team comes in and punches them in the mouth 30 to nothing in their own building. And it's like the Tom Flynn lock of the week is the absolute death kiss. It's the death curse. Nobody wants it now. And everybody's killing you, bro. And Sippo, you're getting it. You're getting it from Ray was giving it to you on Instagram. We have people texting. I, I Yo. So many people, and then slowly but surely. Oh, and I live bet that I won. I won like 160 bucks. I was thought. I, I swear to God, it crossed my mind for two seconds to bet 100 bucks when it was plus 3500. But then it was like Christmas is a week away. I probably shouldn't do that, so I didn't. But I bet two bucks and I won some money. Um, but slowly they started chipping away. And Tom was – you said it yourself. Tom texts without context. But we did not need context for this because the LFGs were flying and the Kirks were flying and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And Tom was going berserk and the Vikings made it all the way back. Tom, talk to us about the thrill ride that was the Tom Flynn lock of the week. First of all, ain't nobody in the world thought it was going to be 33-0 at halftime. Not a fucking person. Mm. So I'm looking – I, I'm getting fucking text messages, like you said. I see Instagram. You, you and you and fucking Derek are blowing me up. <laughs> fucking Sean Maynard. Everybody in Sippos fucking ball, busting my balls. So what do I say in a group chat? I mean, I said the game's not over. It's not even halftime yet. This is my exact words. It's not even halftime yet, Sean. The game's not over. Vikings are gonna come back. That was my exact words. It was. Everybody took the Vikings money line, including you. I know Josh East threw some cheddar on him. I know Sean threw some cheddar on him. Every I told people take the Vikings second fucking half. You did take them second half, just to backdoor the fucking bet at this point. And all, all, all I, don't, I text multiple times to let's fucking go. And all I kept saying is one down, four to go, two down. Yeah. Three to go. Three to go. Three down, two to go. All they needed was five touchdowns to get back into the game. And the motherfucking, you like that? You like that? <laughs> Got them back in the fucking game, tied it up at 36-36. Let's you go. like that? 
And he fucking won me fantasy football. You like that? <laughs> you know, I, I'm pretty sure the second biggest comeback in NFL history in a regular season. Or, no, no, no. The last biggest comeback in, like, the last comeback of 24 points or more in Same the NFL was the, was the you like that game. Yo, who is better? Kirk Cousins down three-plus possessions in the second half of a regular season game. Well, who? what's the bigger uh, – you, you'll, you'll understand what I'm trying to say. Kirk Cousins down three-plus possessions in the second half of a game or Matt Ryan with a fucking – with a four-plus possession lead at halftime. What's the Kirk. big – what's, like, the bigger guarantee? Kirk wins or Matt loses? Matt loses. He's been on a yo. He's been on the losing end of the largest Super Bowl collapse in NFL history, and now the largest regular season collapse in NFL history. Yeah, before let me, we let me, be, tell, let, me, let me just tell you, right? So I leave the house, I go to Isaiah's basketball game. Just like Tom said, it was thirty-three nothing at that point, or whatever, whatever it was at halftime. So I get to the game. Isaiah's game was actually very intense. They, they won by three points, so I was kind of into that game. But every time my phone would buzz, I would look at it. And I see Tom go, you know, one down, four to go. I'm like, is he really going to do this? That two ain't down, happening. Four to, no, no, two down, two to go. I'm like, there's no fucking way. So I look at the score. I'm like, yo, I'm like, who knows? You know, never know. And then Tom goes, he starts going crazy. Three down, one to go. I'm like, what? Yo, no way this is about to happen. So I got to catch the end of the game. And Tom was just going berserk. I'm like, like, what? what what are the odds of him that being a lock of the week, right? His team has to come back all the way. And he still could have covered if they would have scored a touchdown in overtime. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, it, it just, that's that's how his lock of the week goes. <laughs> yeah, can, can, can we all three of us just finally agree that Jalen Rieger should not be in the National Football League? 1,000%. Two picks today on him. Two picks. The one was for the six. one was a miscommunication for six, and then the one the bomb, bro. We just stopped. It's not just now. It's like everybody gets to see. Yo, it's not just Philly that didn't work for Rager. This dude's just he's not a football player. I don't understand what the hell is going on with him. Are you about to down that? All right, yeah, Tom. You better get your second one ready. Come on, Tommy boy. <laughs> I just, I just hope Derek can actually beat me finally. I, I probably can't. What in a you chug a, off? What did you say? You have a wide throat. He uh, does. He. Does. <laughs> I have a deep throat. Uh, he said, "Yeah." <laughs> all right, that was forty-four minutes in. Forty-four. <laughs> we are clipping that. Clipping. Tom telling the world he has a deep throat. No, no, no. It's not just a wide throat. It's a deep throat. It's a deep throat. Yeah. It's a fact. Yo, so let me tell you how. Let me tell you how. Um, no, but yeah, so the, the Vikings fall just short. Great game. Tom Flynn Lock of the Week is still going to be here every week. Three and five as of right now, but we'll get there. But yo, tell me how we're at. We're at Mike's son's birthday party, and the Eagles win, and we all. Let's go. Let's go. We give little daps, right? Little daps. Little daps. Nothing crazy. We don't fucking explode or nothing. Dallas, the Dallas games. Oh, Tom, real quick. Your mother wants to know if you have to wear spandex. Does Tommy have to wear spandex? No, because the Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. 
Not yet, Marie. Not yet. But he's going to. Him and Derek in spandex. Do you want to come? <laughs> but uh, now, so we're at Mike's house and Eagles win. We dap each other up. Me, Mike, his son. Um, and it's kind of quiet. You know, we, we're like kind of more relieved that we got out of that game with a dub to where they cut to the Dallas game and it gets into overtime and we're sitting there and we're watching and it's like, fuck, man, Dallas is driving. They're about to go. They're going to win this game. And that interception happens. And the three of us explode like like we're just like giddy jumping around like go, 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 go. And and somebody walks in and they're like, what did the Eagles just win? And we're like, no, nah, that happened 20 minutes ago. Dallas just lost. And they're cracking up. They're like, look at you guys. You guys didn't even barely made a noise when the Eagles won. But when Dallas loses, you guys are going crazy. I'm like, because now it's the perfect combination. Both happened. Yeah, it's, it was crazy because, like, <clears throat> I'm watching the game. Like, I was watching, like, ESPN, um, you know, the, the game cast or whatever on my phone. So, I'm like, just, just I was like, at that point, I, I kind of was over the Eagles game just because I feel like that was a scrappy win that I, I wanted to win by more. I wanted them to show more. And it was just a cold game where I felt like we should have ran the ball more. But instead, we put in Jalen Hurts' uh, you know, hands to throw it. He, you know, he made he made some – some you know bad decisions today. What, what can I say? Uh, he didn't look you know all that, but you know I'm like just just fuck it. The Eagles won. I think it was like it was when AJ Brown went on a slant and he caught the ball for the first down. It was pretty much over at that point. They had no timeouts. We we're just going to kneel the ball out. I'm like yo, just mm-hmm. go to the Jazz game. Go to the Jazz game. They finally cut to it. It was right at the coin toss. Jags hit the ball. I'm like yes. Just fast forward. They're driving. Cowboys. Dude, as soon as he caught the interception, I knew it was a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I fucking got up, started screaming. I, I screamed so much and cheered that I spit all over Eli, Eli's chicken nuggets. And we was like, yo, you, you just spit all over me. I'm like, you don't understand. The Cowboys just lost. I'm like, I, I, I don't even know. I called the Jaguars, like the Jaguars or something, or like some crazy name. She's like, that's not even how you say it. Just sit down. Like, yeah, I went nuts. Like, it was crazy. It, that that was just such a good feeling to see the Cowboys lose to the Jaguars, who I've been backing for a couple weeks now. Bro. Yeah, you should have you should have heard me, Derek. You live complete opposite blocks now, but it would have seemed like every time the Bengals scored, fuck you, Derek. That's all I said. <laughs> fuck you, D. <laughs> I can see it too, because yo, Thursday. Thursday's episode, you two were heated into that, and then this happened. And the bet, yo, that game was crazy too. That game was crazy. That was a hell of a game as well. But uh, matter of fact, let's 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 jump right into that. Let's talk about that. Tom Cincinnati Bengals fall down seventeen nothing to his favorite quarterback of all time, Tom Brady, who he was named after, and um, <laughs> they rallied to beat the Bucks. And uh, this is why Derek had to chug that beautiful beer you just watched him chug. And uh, Tom, give him hell, bro. He deserves it. He deserves it. Dude, how about them Bengals? Who they? Who they? Who they? Who they going to beat them Bengals? Who they? Who they? Who they going to beat them Bengals? Tom, you know who's who beat the Bucks today? The Bucks. That's who beat the Bucks. 
The Bucks beat themselves. Listen, I don't give Tom Brady had four turnovers, all giving it was giving the Bengals good field position. That sounds like a Tom Brady and Derek problem, brother. Because all I know is you're in the national you're in the national football league. I don't give a fuck if you turn the ball over at the five yard line, you still gotta get the ball in the end zone. How many times do we see all these teams settling for field goals? No. Joey fucking Burr got the ball into the end zone in the second half. The thing is, is the Bengals don't give up. They don't give up. No matter what, they know they could be down, like just like last year in the AFC Championship game. I think they were down 21 nothing, something like that. And they came back. The defense fucking locked in. They came back. And they balled out. Same thing they did with Tom Brady. Tom Brady, the, the Bucks looked great in the first half. They didn't look bad. They come out, and what do they do? They get outscored by fucking, what is that, 30, 33 to 6, something like that? 34 yeah, to 6? Yeah, something like that. Bro, it's the fucking six. Bengals. Mm. Stop disrespecting them, Derek. Hey, listen, they're a resilient team. That that I can give you. But what I'm telling you, me watching the game as a spectator, I didn't see anything that blew me away. There was nothing Mm. that they did that really blew me away. Only thing I did was see Tom Brady make mistakes, and that's it, and give him good field position. The defense is what happened. That's all that matters. The Bengals' defense held him to six points. They stripped Brady. They picked off Brady. Bro, Brady on that sack, he was going down until what's the name punched the ball out. And that started everything. Mm. You're, 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 was... you're, you're, you're discrediting it. You hate the Bengals so much that you discredit everything about them. Maybe Burrow didn't have 300 yards, but he threw, he still had 200 yards for four touchdowns. Yeah. And they won well, the game, just like you said. What's the most important thing in football? Winning. I don't give a fuck if Burrow had negative eight yards for the game. He still won. So check this out. Check this out. The first four possessions of the game are, what was it? It was, yeah, the first four possessions of the game for the Bucs. Field goal, touchdown, missed field goal, touchdown. The next one, two, three, four, five, six. The first six, the next six and first six out of the second half. Turnover on downs where they went four plays, only game they lost one yard. Interception, fumble, fumble, interception, punt. And then they finally get the touchdown at the end, bro. It's it's like this team looks so good for a split second, like, oh shit. Damn, there they are. There's the Bucks. They're about to beat the Bengals. And in true fucking at least 2022 Tampa Bay fashion, they come out and they shit the bed. And they stink. Tom, when have you ever heard a quarterback throwing for 200 yards and four TDs? Today, December 18, 2022. Okay, (laughs) that's what I'm saying. They they literally literally handed them touchdowns. I'm not discrediting the Buck. I mean, the Bengals. You are. They're a good team. They're a good team. They came back. They were down 17 nothing. You know, good, good for them. Hoorah. But I'm just saying, they didn't show me anything today. Like, they didn't start from the 15-yard the line and drive all the way down the field and score a touchdown. They didn't do that all game. Because they, they didn't need to because their defense. There's two positions. Bro, you're, you're discrediting the defense. You could discredit the offense for not playing great because they didn't have to drive the field. 
Burrow still threw four touchdowns. You're not giving at the defense any credit for getting two fumbles and two picks. You're you're not giving them no credit. The defense did what they were supposed to do. Is they got turnovers. The number that, that's what the defense does is stop the offense and create and create turnovers. They created four of them. The defense put the offense in position to score on short fields, and the offense did exactly that. So it's a two-way game. Defense did their job, shortened the field for the offense, and the offense prevailed and scored the points for the defense. So they had they had two touchdown drives that together didn't even equal 50 yards. They had three that didn't even equal 100. So they had three touchdown drives in the middle that were 31 yards, 13 yards, and then 39 yards. So they were the offense. But listen, listen, I I definitely. So see, this is where you two are going so crazy at each other. I can kind of stay in the middle and say, I understand what Derek's saying. Like the offense didn't show me anything that makes me think like, oh, my God, the Bengals are just so much, so much better than everyone else. And then on the other side, Tom saying, well, you have to. It's the whole team. And and Tom's not just saying that the Bengals are. the, And it's it's like the defense did what the hell they needed to do. And the offense they capitalized because at the, right. at the same time they punched in three touchdowns to where they could have settled for three field goals and it's a different game. So it is, it's a mix, but I agree on both sides. I'm on both sides of the fence here. And you know what, Tom, just like you said, it is a team sport. So I'll give credit where credit is due. The defense stepped up. You know, I, I didn't even think that the Bengals had a defense that was that good. Their defense is pretty good. They're very fast. They have their line is, is you know, their line is getting to Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. So and it didn't look they were, they were blitzing a lot. It looks like just their front four. So again, kudos to them. Do, do, are you happy? Your Bengals are good. And now they're going to go, they're gonna they're go into best. New England and they're going to fucking slaughter the Patriots. Give me ten points. <laughs> <laughs> this is right. This is what I'm talking about, though. Hey, listen, he listen. Says, he says slaughter, and then I slaughter. say give me ten points. And then he goes, oh, why do you need the points for? You want to just take oh, them straight up. I will tell you this. Derek was trying to get the points on this on his Bucks game. Tom wouldn't, Tom wouldn't give it. And at the end of the day, it didn't even matter. Tom would have won regardless. Exactly. But Tom is scared. afraid. He He's afraid. He you knows can't that. make a statement. He knows. You can't make a statement and then go back on it, Tom. You can't do that. So pretty much what he's asking, Tom, is do you have the nuts? And if you do... Sorry, Maureen, I know you're still here. Will you put your nuts on the table and show us those big old nuts, Tom? I'll give you a touchdown. Ooh, I like seven and a half. Let's be the nah. seven and a half. <laughs> I, no, I want the hook. I'm not giving you the hook. Dude, I just asked for ten. I'll give you seven. Seven and a Eight half. Eight and a half. That's, that's seven. Deal. Seven oh, and a half. Seven. Giants, Giants with a sack, fumble, touchdown, Kayvon Thibodeau. Giants up 6-3. He gets Dude, around the good. edge, strips he's him, good. and he gets the touchdown. He got yeah, the strip good. sack and a touchdown. And a wow. touchdown, yeah. He's good. All right, Tom, Tom. seven and a half. Lock it in. Let's seven and a half. Come on. Woo, lock it in. All right, locked in. Seven Tom. points. You got a deal, brother. Dude, you cannot say that they're going to slaughter you know New England. I'll give you something. If I give you seven and a half, I want your three beers to my two. That's No, you got to give me ten for that. That's dumb. No, I want, if I give you matter of hey, fact, I'll, I'll give you ten points. I want your four beers to my two. There you go. No, you're four to three. No, four to two, and I'll give you ten points. All right, look, I'll look, take two, that, shot that, two beers. 
Derek's not even that confident. I like that. Two shots, two beers, Tom. I don't drink liquor. No, for him. No, I'm saying for me. His he'll do two. two No, I want four beers. I want four beers. Oh, what's why? What do you so? Because it's easier to take a shot. It's easier to take a shot than chug a beer. I like to see you struggle. No, it's not. I was taking shots at eighteen. You're not Derek Ryan. I know. And Derek drinks more. Derek is a better drinker than I am, Tom. Thank you. Trust me, I'd rather him chug a beer than take a shot. I don't know why you're making this so hard. It's Look just, at him. He's scared. Thing. He's backpedaling now, right? All right. Simple All bet. Right. I'm giving him 10 points. His four beers to my two. All right. Let's All right, do move, this. Move on to the next game. No, no, no. Let's lock this in. Let's do 10 points, three beers, and a shot to two beers. All right. I'm, three I'm, beers, I'm a shot, that. Tom. Four. I want four beers. Why are you being so petty? Right. Because I, I want to see him drink four beers. <laughs> Tom. Come on, bro. I entered, myself into your, I entered myself into your stupid-ass bet, and I wagered my leg hair. Now I want five beers. You know what I want? Tom, do me a favor. All right, wait, wait. When, when, oh, no, no, when no. Is Dave, the, hold on. When, no, no. When is the podcast going to be? Because we got it predicated on that, too. It's Thursday. Oh, yeah. Well, no, we might have to be after. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure something out. Maybe we do a live one. I don't know. We'll figure right. something out. Three beers, hold on, real quick. Three beers, two shots. Oh, my God, bro. Why are you? No, come on. Hold on. All right. Ready? Here we go. I got this. Three beers, one shot to your two beers. Ten points. If you don't agree to that, just tell me now. Or if you agree, keep your silence. I don't agree. All right, so he's a bitch. That's and Rye is so salty right now. He tried to mute my mic and not agree. <laughs> he's so <laughs> I muted him in the middle of talking. I didn't think he could see it. <laughs> yeah, it pops up. Now I'll take your I'll take your three I'll take your three beers and one shot to my two beers. All right, okay. Ten points. Ten points. I like it. Make Tommy get a Cowboys tattoo like you did. One, she has to remind me that I got a Cowboys tattoo. Thanks, Mom. Um, Tom, you down to get that? Zero shot. I'm not an idiot. Oh, you're an idiot. You're not, not, not that an big, idiot. Not, not that big of an idiot. I'll give you that. You're not as big of an idiot as I am. Hey, I had at least you can never question the size of mine in a bit. All right. Let's let's stay on. You know, what? let's jump to our team. Our boys are 13-1. We did escape Chicago with a win. It wasn't a pretty game. It was a tough one to watch as an Eagles fan because I just expected a little bit more. But a win is a win is a win is a win, and I'm going to count them up, especially when you count the fact that, again, the Dallas lost. It was a beautiful Sunday. What did you, got, what did you guys see out of our guys? What do you want to see? Matter of fact, let's do it like this. What stood out to you, and what do you want to see fixed going into Dallas week? D, go first. Okay, so what I seen that I absolutely love that I feel like I'm watching every single week is the fucking beautiful acquisition of getting Hassan Reddick. He is the difference on this defense. He is a monster. I feel like when they put him on the line, when he's at the linebacker, bro, he's just everywhere on the field. I feel like he's always right there, right where the quarterback is at. I absolutely love his tenacity his energy you know not even having our our safeties in who was that Kayvon Wallace came in I I think he played a decent game for me 
for for being for being a third third string uh, safety, I think he played decent. Dude, our, our linebackers, I feel like our linebackers could have played a little bit better, but TJ Edwards made a, a big stop on a play. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kaiser White, he stopped Justin Fields when he probably could have ran for a mile. The thing I didn't like was Miles Sanders getting 144 yards last week, and I feel like I barely seen him tote the rock this week. And when he did, he was getting yardage. There was there was a there was a thing that came out. Jimmy Jimmy Kimsky. He's one. I guess he's he's like an insider. But I didn't see a verified blue check, so I took it for what it was. Um, but there was something about Nick Sirianni wound up chewing out Miles Sanders. It popped up, and I looked at it, and there was an article. I didn't get a chance to open it, but there was something that that uh, Sirianni kind of laid into Miles Sanders, and maybe that's why he wasn't getting so many carries in the beginning. But he showed up clutch at the end. Yeah, but that's my thing. We're, what are we going to play uh, high school? We're, this is a National Football League. Like, if you see that you have a guy that can be a difference maker, you have to utilize him. In a way, I feel like they're just trying to get him at a discount, you know, now that it's contract year for him. So they're not giving him as much carries as it's supposed to. So I feel like if they gave him the necessary carries, he would be probably a top three running back. And shit, he might he might be even not getting that much, you know, touch. He may have one of the highest averages touching a ball. But mm-hmm. I want to see I, – I need to see Miles Sanders or, you know, just get them all involved. Get Gainwell involved. Get, you know, uh, Boston Scott. Get the running backs involved so that opens up the pass. I love that Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown both had huge games. You know, they both were balling. A.J. Brown had some, you know, some key – some key catches when it came to you know when it came to first down. I love that little slant that he does. He's he's swole Batman. You got to give it to him and let him get them extra yards. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. And that's the only thing I would really want to change. Great, Tom. What you got? Yeah, I'm with you, Derek. I just want to see him. I mean, listen. I don't give a fuck if they if you do two things if you're going to do anything. And if Miles Sanders did something wrong, there's you don't just give him 11 carries. You don't fucking tease him. This is the National Football League. You're either going to bench him and he's not going to touch the ball at all, or you're going to fucking grow a set of balls, stop being so mad, and you're going to give him his 20-plus carries a game. You don't just give him 11 carries. What are we fucking, like Derek said, kids, we're teasing these kids. Oh, you uh, you did this. You fucking didn't come in during fuck. You, you stayed up during your curfew. Well, you're only going to get 11 touches today. No, that's not how the National Football League works. You either take a chip out, you take a fucking play out of Bill Belichick's and you bench him like he did Malcolm fucking Butler, or you fucking you let him play his, his regular game. And like I keep saying, I know how, how much Jalen Hurts is and how much effective he is running the ball. I don't give a fuck who it is. He should not have more carries than your starting running back. Yeah. That's just my opinion. I don't care if you're Lamar Jackson or what. Even if you carry the ball 18 times, your running back should have 19. You should, your running back should carry the ball 19 times. Mm-hmm. So 11 carries for Miles Sanders is unacceptable, and you're not going to beat Dallas playing like that. You're going to have to keep it honest. You're going to have to ca- – you're going to have – Miles Sanders is going to have to touch the ball at least 20 times in order to beat Dallas. And, I mean, look at look what ETN did. He had a great game against Dallas's defense. I don't see – I mean, Miles Sanders is better than ETN. You know what I – you know what I wonder? Because – so Miles Sanders had like three, I think he had three touches in the first half. 
and all of them came on that last um, touchdown drive. But up until that point, the Eagles had only had their first drive was four plays in a pick, three plays in a punt, nine plays in a field goal, and then three plays in another pick. Like they didn't really get a chance. And, and on that one drive where um, where Jalen throws that second pick, Miles Sanders first play to drive, he gets a he gets a carry, he gets nowhere. Um, and so the Eagles are getting to a point where it's kind of like. I don't know if in the beginning that they were just ignoring Miles. It kind of was they were trying to get the offense going, and it seemed like coming out of the gate, Sirianni was much more aggressive in the pass this week. Like, he was just focusing on the pass. And then that last drive before the half, he goes to Miles on the first two handoffs, and then, boom, he goes back to the pass. But at that point, he goes to Miles to get it to the two-minute warning, and then it's it scrambles and passes from there to try to get down the field, get a touchdown, boom. They come out the second half. Same thing. Miles ain't even in. Kenny Gainwell's getting the touches. And then, boom, they put Miles in. And the first play of the second drive of the second half, Miles Sanders fumbles. So then at that point, what do they do? They go right back to him. Right back to him. The very next play, after the, after he fumbles, Chicago goes and scores. We get the ball back. The very first play, they go right back to Miles Sanders. He gets nothing. He gets two yards. And then from there, it was like, okay, well, the off the running game isn't really working. And and again, just just being like very aggressive with the pass and kind of keeping away from Miles. And then once it got down to that, I think it was that second to last drive, Miles started getting, yeah, Miles started getting uh getting involved a little bit down the goal line. And then that last drive, he came in, picked up a couple big ones. So it was like it was timely. He only had 40-something yards. It was timely yards and timely stats. But, yeah, it definitely seemed like he was either on the shit list or something happened because he wasn't getting the touches this week that we're, we've become accustomed to seeing him get. And I, I don't care what anybody says. A running back, I feel like they have to get into some type of rhythm. So them not yes. getting a ball. And, ju- and just like Tom was saying, you know, when you want to win in the trenches – those those linemen don't want to be in pass coverage all day, no, because they're on their back feet. You know the defenders are coming right at you, so all game you're going back trying to contain these dudes. I feel like they were all over Hurts today, and the Chicago Bears don't have a line that really you know wow you. Mm-mm. So we need to run the ball, let them dudes get down and dirty. You know, pull that guard, let them get around. Let let's start doing play. Let, let's start getting that running game going. Let's start going downhill. Get those those D line, you know, the D linemen tired and and open up the play action, the, the RPOs, whatever. The the and and I, I'm sorry. I love I love that Jalen Hurts is mobile and he's 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 starting trying to get into that, you know, he's he's been very better this year with the pocket being a pocket passer than last mm-hmm. year. But dude, a couple of those hits today, I kind of was like, dude, that, that like that that's our season. If he goes down, that's our season. Yeah, I don't think this there is. Was I don't one think. God. Nah, there was this one hit where he got hurt, and I I thought it was his ribs, and he was down for a little bit. I'm like, like this, this like that's a game where it's not worth it to me. Mm-hmm. And that game had that feel. People were just, especially for Chicago. The whole game started off weird. It started off slow. It was like we came out. They're all, the kickoff. Chicago's on the field. They're about to go, and then there's just a flag lane. So they bring it back, redo the kickoff, and then. Boom, someone from Chicago's hurt down for five minutes. TV timeouts come back the next play. Boom, somebody else from Chicago's down. So it was like a slow start. Seemed like people just kept, you know, dropping like flies. And then, yeah, that when Jalen went down, it's like, but listen, it, it, it's, it comes with the territory. And one thing that we've credited him with so far this year is he's really gotten good at figuring out a way to avoid taking those big hits. 
And he's just got to continue to remember, like, he's a big part of this team. If he goes down, the, the, you're right. This team is – we could have a wasted season if he goes down. Like, again, they could be good enough. You never know. And I don't even want to think about that. But they could be good enough. It, it's happened before where they could be good enough that they have such a solid team that, boom, somebody plays game manager. Because I believe our roster – that's the same thing we say about San Fran. I, I'm taking our roster there with San Fran, too. Like, I think our rosters, tit for tat, is just is right there with them. They got a couple, they got some really good stud players, star players like Debo. And I mean, shit, I'm taking AJ Brown. Then we got the combination of Miles Sanders and, and, uh, and Devontae Smith. I'm taking Sanders and Smith over McCaffrey. He's always hurt. And we got Kittle versus Goddard. I'm taking Goddard at this day and age. Like, I'm taking our roster against them. And if it comes down to needing a, a manager to win some games, I don't know if we're going to the Super Bowl, but. Yeah, he gotta he gotta protect himself, man. He goes down, it's gonna be a tough time. I'll be very upset. It was a rough game, but we pulled it out. So, you know, that's that's all that kind of matters. Um, this is a game where I would have liked to, you know, see us win by, you know, double digits plus. I would have I would have wanted to, I, I feel like this is a game that we needed to be in control the whole game. And we sh- they shouldn't even have been still in the game after halftime, but mm-hmm. again, we we did what we needed to do. We looked we we didn't look past this team like the Cowboys did, you know. Mm-hmm. We looked at the team at hand and we took care of business, even though it was a scrappy win. It felt like we looked past them. <laughs> it, it was starting to feel that way. I was like, "There's no way." But all right, let's let's jump over to the AFC. There was a huge AFC game that went down. Last night, uh, the Buffalo Bills beat the Miami Dolphins 32-29 on a walk-off field goal. And my player of the week, my player of the week nominee was Josh Allen. My guy balled out, absolutely balled out. He was 25 for 40, 304 yards, four touchdowns, no picks, and he picked up 77 yards on the ground. So it's really going to be – I got it between him and, like I said, Trevor Lawrence for player of the week. Both these dubs are, are huge, and, and Miami just keeps losing now. They don't they don't look nearly as – they play good in this game, but they're not like – they're the Minnesota Vikings of the AFC for me. They could be really good, but I don't trust them. I'm not making no bet back in them if it comes down to it. Would you guys pick up on this game? So I was able to watch – go ahead, Tom. I was gonna say the Dolphins played really good football in the third quarter, and that was about it. Yeah, it yeah like- I was gonna say I only caught a little bit of this game, and the one take that I did come, you know, watching this game and coming out of it is they, you know, the the league and you know people around the league and, and around the United States give Philly fans such you know a bad rap for stuff that we've done. But did you see the Buffalo Bills fans throwing snowballs at the players on the field during the yeah. game? It's mm-hmm. like that's that's kind of a scummy thing to do. They were yeah. At least our penalties. At least we threw it at Santa, not the players. Right. But again, I the Dolphins again. I just don't think their defense is good. I, I think there's still a few pieces away. Their their offense is explosive, but even even Tua, he made some bad throws that he could have, you know, made that were better. And they had a few drops where it was like, dude, that's right in your hand. You got to catch that. 
Mm-hmm. And there was a time where I think it was like fourth and one. It was kind of early in the game. And Mike Daniels decides to kick a field goal. And two was like, no, like, I, you know, I want to yeah. go for it. I want to go for it. And I feel like if you let him go for it, they get that first down. That turn that changes the whole momentum of the game. Yeah. Like, all right, I believe in you guys. Go out there, get this first down, and, you know, let's win this game. But he, you know, elected to kick the field goal. And it was just like, I don't know. I, I felt like it was it was a game where I thought it was going to be more exciting, and I didn't really get that much excitement out of it. So I just stopped watching it, to be honest. Yo, Saturday you know- football. Saturday football to me is so weird because, like, Saturdays are family days. So I try yeah. to catch some and stuff, but hey, listen, college football is over. So now the Eagles, the, now the, the not over NFL, yet. They get, not over yet. I, no, but I, but I mean Saturday football. I mean not Saturday any. college football. But yo, so, on that that play that you were talking about, I'm pretty sure it was third and goal from like the one yard line, and he threw that. You're talking about when Tua threw that slam pass that down low. Yes, where the dude went to slid down to catch and it hit off his chest. Yes, yes. Yeah, that was I like fourth and one from like the one yard line. I believe it was Wilson. Or, I wasn't. Wilson. Yeah, it was. And yeah. he wanted to fucking two. It was like like put like hold, yeah. trying to hold everybody off. But yeah, then Mike McDaniel sent out the two. Every, Mike McDaniel sent out the entire field goal unit and fucking yeah. two threw his hands up and was like mad as shit. Right, and that's what I'm saying. Like, dude, Sirianni's going for that. He's going to put mm-hmm. the ball in Jalen Hurts' hand and say, "Yo, go get this touchdown." You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like plays like that. I feel like those are game defining game defining. Game defying plays. Game defying play. No, I agree. I think that. I mean, I like to see the quarterback up at one up his coach, especially when they've had, you know, that coach has brought so much into that offense this year. But hey, it's gonna happen, and and they 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 got issues. Again, they're not to where before. I was very much on the, you know, they haven't lost without Tua. And then they got yeah, and now I think they've they've lost what three straight. Let me check. Let me double check. They beat the Texans two, and it, two. Now nah, three. They three lost straight. to the Niners, lost to the Chargers, lost to the Bills. Oh, snap. they've now dropped three straight, and it's like Tua was there this, for all that. Yeah, this is this is not this is not the time of year where you want to lose, even if you're a team already like in the playoffs or you know you're going to make the playoffs. This is not a time where you want to lose. You don't want to carry that into the playoffs. Exactly. But Tough for them, like, but they seems like the Dolphins are so streaky though because they started off three and zero, then they met my Cincinnati Bengals and lost. So they lost one. They lost three games straight from there without Tua. So then they're three and three, and then they went on and won one, three two, more, three, four, five, five. straight five. games, and then now they're on a three-game losing streak with Tua. So. Yeah, I remember. I remember when they were six and three. We were on here. It was me and you, Tom, and I had said that I was like their their seasons have just been a run of threes, three wins, three losses, three wins, and then yeah, it's it's it, their their season is like an NBA basketball game. It's just a stretch of runs, and either right now yeah. they're on a bad run, and uh, they don't get. I mean, it gets a little bit easier, I guess. You, you play you play Green Bay next week. Um, followed by the Patriots, and then they close their season out with the Jets. So I would, I think that's a three. That looks like it could be a three-game winning streak there if they get back to what they were doing. But I mean, that could also be. I see, I see at least one, maybe two potential losses there too. So it's 
It's not looking it's not looking as good as it once was for Miami, but hey, they're still in it. You know who it's looking really good for? The Detroit Lions. Lion. Rawr. That's a real time. Let me get a rar for this, please. Come on. I know you're jumping on. <laughs> We're fucking roaring together because the Detroit Lions are on the playoff push. In the midst of a playoff push, they've tied up the Seattle Seahawks and now sit. They're going to wind up being just, uh, they're going to be a half a game behind the loser of the current Sunday night football game, which sees the Giants up seven to three. Whoever loses this game will be in the seventh seed and the Lions will be a half game behind them. And it's, it's looking good in Detroit. They just keep winning. And I told you guys. They're going to the playoffs. Does anybody disagree with me? I know Tom's on board. Nah, I'm on board too. Like I said, I was I was on board with you in the beginning of the season, and you kind of got off board, and then you got back on board. So I'm kind of the same way. Never left. It was my stop. I had to go get coffee. We talked about that. Ah, yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> so I, I kind of went and got coffee with you. you I probably paid. And uh, I'm now I'm back on with you. I think the Dolphins, they're I mean the, the the Lions, they're good. Their defense is good. Jared Goff hasn't been making mistakes like he usually does. I would like to see their run game get going a little bit more, but again, I feel like the run game is as a rhythm thing. And when you have two good running backs, they kind of don't know what to do at this point. Uh, DeAndre Swift, we did see a DeAndre Swift sighting today. He had the most carries for them. I think 40-something yards, 50-something yards. So, again, I'm, I'm on board with you. And, unfortunately, the Jets season is probably over, in my opinion, especially if they have to see the Dolphins one more time. And they probably have to see another division. Um, they, gotta maybe, see, maybe. they got Seattle. They have they have Jacksonville next week. They, have, or they actually have Jacksonville on Thursday. They have this Seattle. Yep, Jets have Jacksonville, yeah. Seattle, and then Miami. And the Dolphins. But real quick, so back to that – back to that – before I get to you, Tom, and you could kind of segue right after this, the, the Detroit's play, Detroit Lions playoff push. So I want to I run through these schedules real quick. The Lions have three games – each of these teams, and these are the four teams battling for the last two seeds in the NFC. You got the Lions, the Seahawks, the Giants, and the Commanders. The Lions schedule, they got the Panthers, the Bears, and the Packers. Three very winnable games. Yes. The, the Seahawks have the Chiefs, the Jets, and the Rams. So right I, I there. Can see, I'm, I can see one or two, one and two, two and one. I, I'm, I'm marking them as an L versus the Chiefs, and I think they could realistically lose against the Jets. Yeah, so, I'm, on, I'm on board. So there's a chance. So Detroit got the favorable schedule there. The Giants have this game. They have the Vikings, the Colts, and the Eagles. I see two, two potentially two L's there, unless Philly's locked up. So still- I think I think Philly. If I think if it comes down to the Giants getting in, I think Philly plays them, just because nobody wants to see a division rival in the playoffs. So I think the Eagles would play their players to knock them out of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, they could definitely. 
very well could happen. And then the Commanders got this game. They got the 49ers, the Browns, and the Cowboys. So their schedule's tough, too. So all three of these teams got tough schedules to where the Lions, they got kind of a cakewalk schedule. Now, oh my again, God. Gi- Giants just went for it on fourth and nine and converted. Wow. They're, this drive started back inside the 10. They've been fucking yeah. moving on this drive. But so Detroit, man, I, I I really do think, and now they're looking like with the so again those teams are oh and e- that even puts the Packers technically still in play, but if you're if you're looking at this, they could jump with that schedule. They can make the jump all the way to the sixth seed, and wind up taking on the Forty ers or the Vikings. Or if they stay at the seventh seed, same thing. Forty ers or the Vikings. You put that Lions team. Up against that Vikings team, and I'm going to that golf tournament with my leg hair intact, and I will, and I, my hand is down. Tom, no way they're losing to the Vikings, cause they ain't gonna lose to San Fran either. Oh, I, I think they could put up points with San Fran, cause at the end of the day, if their defense is playing good, I feel like realistically Detroit could probably hold San Fran to like 24. And uh, look, they put up 20 on the Jets defense today. The Jets defense is one of the best in the league. So is San Fran, but San Fran's a different animal. But you never know. Playoffs are a whole different beast. All I know is Detroit's weakness is their defense. Anytime your defense lets up 317 yards to Zach fucking Wilson, you got a problem that you got to fix. I mean, Detroit's offense can go bang, can go point for point. With any team in the National Football League, They're you got to figure Zach Zach Wilson was playing for his job today, literally. And even that, like he connected on, he connected on a fifty. Yeah, well, he yeah, exactly he his his so his completion percentage was piss poor. His average per throw was was good. He threw two touchdowns, one pick. He got sacked four times. He had a QBR of thirty seven out of 100 and a rating of 89 out of 158 so like i i get the yards argument but a lot of those drives man are empty fucking drives yeah i mean empty I, drives same thing with jared goff on the other end though but i mean i guess jared goff's going against such a better defense jared goff is going against a better defense and jared goff is look he had he had a couple a couple drives where look Let's look at this drive that, that ends in a field goal. His their fit there it was their third drive of the game. Fifteen plays, sixty-two yards. Driving down the field, converting fourth downs. He gets down to he gets down to first and ten. He hands it off to Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams runs in for a touchdown. It gets pulled back on a fucking wide receiver holding. Or, or no, it must have been offensive line holding. But it gets pulled back on a holding. And then next thing you know, they're behind the sticks. Another holding puts them at second and 17. After they already recover from the one holding, boom, they get another one. What's he supposed to do there? That ain't Jared Goff. Listen, bro, shout out to the Jets defense for holding Jamal Williams in check, baby. Yeah, I appreciated (laughs) that. My fantasy team appreciated that. But a lot lot of what the Jets did today were just, I mean, just go look at some of their drives. Three plays, minus one yard, turns into a punt return touchdown. Six plays, 26 yards. They get the one big drive where they they hit um, Uzama on a 40-yard touchdown. But then the rest of their drives, like 10 plays, 27 yards. 
four plays interception, three plays punt, three plays punt. Like they really, I mean, they they didn't do much today. I I, I don't think. Now it's it's like Zach Wilson came back. Yeah, he threw three hundred seventeen yards. But if Mike White's healthy next week, I think Mike White start. Mike White is back starting. I feel like he had a chance to come in and ball out, and he didn't. He put up good yards, but Ben don't break. Yep, exactly. <clears throat> um, let's see, this John is done. You guys watching this game? Giants are about the oh, Dan- Danny Dimes down to the three. Knocking on the door. Knock on the door. Four. It could be fourteen three going into half. That'd be big, you guys. I, I believe I'm the only one that picked the Commanders. Yeah, Derek picked the Commanders to win big, big. <laughs> Yo, what's our records this week, that, uh, Rye? Actually, that, Tom, you took Washington too. I have yeah, here. No, I know, but I'm saying, what's uh, what's our record? Do you know what our records are this week? Um, we can do that right now. I know coming into the week, Derek was twenty two six and one. You were eighteen ten and one. I was fifteen three and one. Um, but here we could we could count it right here before we jump on to the next game. So the Thursday night game, I'll take that. <clears throat> San Fran. Give me one second. Dub L Dub L. You both took the Seattle Seahawks. They should have won that game, Derek. It's cool. <laughs> no, they shouldn't have. And they didn't. But you both took the Seattle Seahawks. I took the 49ers. Of course, I won. We all took the Eagles. Way to get back in the win column for you two fellas. Uh, me and Tom took the Bengals. Derek took the Bucks. Uh, I think all three of us took Detroit. Yep. I said Detroit wins by three or less. They won by three. Let's go. And then in your Cincinnati game, I said Cincinnati wins by 10 or more. They won by 11. Getting close. Um, Derek took the Dolphins. I took Buffalo. Tom, who'd you take? Buffalo. Yeah, I have Bill's Dolphins. I don't know why. Um. The Colts and the Vikings, all three of us took the Vikings, and all three of us almost looked really stupid. <laughs> I remember us being on here being like, there's no way. No way, bro. Yeah. All right. Um, all three of us took the Browns. Yep. And of course, them shitty-ass Ravens. Tom took the Falcons. That's a loss. Me and Derek took the Saints. Falcons should have won that game. No, they shouldn't have. Uh, all three of us took Carolina. <laughs> it's dumb. Uh, all three of us took Kansas City. Almost dumb. <laughs> I haven't lost a game yet. Hold up. No, you lost the oh, Carolina I game. Oh, I messed that up right there. One, boom. Yep, Carolina. Uh, all three of us took the Chiefs. Boom. Boom. Oh, uh, I the took Patriots. me and you took the Broncos, Tom. Derek takes the L there by taking the Cardinals. I took the Patriots. That's my loss. You two took the, the Raiders. And then we have the Packers. 
All three of us have the Packers. Oh, yeah, what what's the Chargers game? Chargers. Chargers. Me and you took the Chargers. No, I took the Chargers too. Wait, where's the Chargers? Okay, Chargers. Boom, boom. And I boom. took the Jaguars, and you two took the Cowboys. Yes, sir. We did. All right, so I have Derek at nine and five. Was there 14 okay. games this week? I think so. Everybody plays. Okay. Wait, no. There should be 15 games, but one game so, didn't play yet. Well, well, no, games, well, no, no, we didn't count. Yeah, so we're good. So I have Tom at 10 and four, and I'm at 11 and three. I needed a huge week, boys, and I think I got it. Who did you pick tonight? The Giants. You, you picked the Giants? Yeah, I took Ryan the Giants. The Giants. Yeah, I took who did I, I who I took the Giants. Mm, I think you took the Commanders. No, you yeah, took I Washington. Took the commanders? All right, let's yes, go Washington, did. baby. <laughs> <laughs> and we all picked the Packers. Yes. All right, so let's tally these up real quick. Let's go. Derek is 31. 31, 11, and 1. Saquon with a tutty. What, they just scored? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Saquon scored. I, I missed that. I missed that. 18. Tom is 28, 14, and 1. And I'm 26, 16, and 1. So this game is huge Ooh. for you right now, right? Oh, shit. Tom. Yo, hold up. You better check that pool when you go into work tomorrow. Why? I'm pretty sure I might have won that, John. I took San Fran, Minnesota, Cleveland, Buffalo. I think I took the Saints. I took the Panthers. Eagles, Chiefs. I took the Jags. I did take the Jags. Remember, you said something to me about it. I said on a podcast I took the Cowboys, but in this I was taking the Jags. So I took the Jags, I took the Lions, I took the Broncos. I think I might have took the Patriots, but I took the Chargers, the Bengals, and the Giants. That's a pretty good week. We might be getting lunch tomorrow, Tom. You, you better call me. Nah, I never do. Yeah. I know. I, I, I know. Pool, so I'm throwing it right in the trash. You said what? I said, I don't remember you filling out a pool, so when I find it, it's going right in the fucking shredder. All right, you can refund me my $12 then, bitch. I see. See how nice of a guy I am? D. D. It's pool. It's a pool. It's 10 bucks. I send this dude 12 so he doesn't have to pay the Venmo fees when transferring <laughs> the money. And this is how he treats me. Like dog shit. Like dog shit, Tom. You know what? When I do, when you go in tomorrow and you realize that I did win, everyone's getting lunch except for you. Nah, I'm going to order that bitch before you get there. I know what you want from the Chinese store already, so. Chinese. You know what I want. You get beef and broccoli? Uh, chicken and broccoli or shrimp. I do like shrimp, too. Uh, I thought you used to do beef and broccoli and just bite the fucking broccoli floor I, out. Not I, don't, the step. I don't do it no more. I eat it all. No oh, veggie. wow. You're you're an adult now. Good. I'm good. A, <laughs> Mommy, I'm a big boy. I eat my broccoli. What were you about to say, Tom? What don't you like in there? You don't like no... um. How'd you make me order it last time? Oh, pork fried rice, no vegetables. <coughs> pork fried rice, no veggies. 
Only because I don't like those long ass onions. I'm cool with the carrots and the peas. I bean like sprouts. That. Or bean sprouts, whatever the fuck they are. I hate that. My bad, Derek. Dude, <laughs> man, Derek. That's knew not that. an onion. Straight from the it's rib, a... Derek knew that. Because <laughs> it's like I'm very much a texture person. So if there's a texture of a food that I don't like and it touches my esophagus, it makes me want to yak. <laughs> Tom's Chargers. Beat the Tennessee Titans. What was the score, Tom? 20 to 17 or 17 14? 17-14. How do you feel about your chart? The number two ranked chargers in our combined power rankings, by the way. Game winning 43 yard X Eagle kick. Dicker to kicker, baby. Dicker, baby. I can't believe Big Dicker the kicker. He's just this dude is just winning games. After That's all this shit we talked on Herbert again, he comes out he in a two-minute offense, drives him down the field. Mike Williams. Mike Williams makes another unbelievable catch. Gets him on gets him in field goal range for the game-winning kick to keep their season alive. Stinks. Tom, who are you taking to build a franchise around right now? T Law or Herbert? Right now, T Law, Justin Herbert, yeah, <laughs> 28. Justin Herbert, 28 for 42, 313 yards, no touchdowns, two picks. Fucking worst. Oh my god, I don't even want to get in, break down his QBR and his rating. Tom, the dude is the dude is he's not as good as you think he is because he's not. Maybe the first this is Oregon, maybe it's my guy. Oh, their first. Their first drive that they go down and they punch in a touchdown, which looked pretty good. <laughs> go look at that. Go look at the drive. It's literally all runs and short passes, runs and short passes and runs. It's a 14-play drive. They score. After that, nothing, nothing. Interception by Herbert. And then they come out the half, punt, punt, another interception by Herbert, another punt, and then they finally get a touchdown. And how did they get the touchdown? Run to Austin Eckler. Short pass. Josh. He did hit he did hit Keenan Allen on a long bomb. But after that, another Austin Eckler run. Another Austin Eckler run. Like, I'm sorry. He ain't he ain't do it. He didn't win this game. It was the short passes and the fucking runs. But hey. Justin Herbert, brother. I ain't taking him over. Fucking he's he's like a glorified. I don't want to disrespect your boy too much. He's like a glorified Zach Wilson. Nah. <laughs> Let me not go there. I I just I do like Justin Herbert. I just think that he's just not as good as people make him out to be. That doesn't mean that he's not going to be good. But yeah. I think last year's Justin Herbert was better than this year's. Eric, Justin. who you who you taking? Your boy T Law or Joey Cool? Oh, that's Joey Cool. It's taking Derek a long time to think about this, though. Do I do I think if you put T Law on the bank? No, no, and just answer the fucking question like I did, Derek. <laughs> Just answer the question. Didn't Derek tell you stop beating around the bush last time you did that? <laughs> Just answer the question. Who are you taking, T-Law or Joey Cool? All right, I'm Joey taking Joe Burrow, but I think no, that's all. Thank you, thank you. And and clack, mute him, mute him. He's muted. <laughs> he said, "I don't want to hear it." No mo. They killed me today. I, I took I took Herbert and I took Austin Eckler. Well, I had Austin Eckler in my in my playoffs. But or in my fantasy, but I took 
Mike Williams and uh, Herbert. And I, I actually picked Mike Williams. I had Russell Gage in for, for whatever reason. I had Russell Gage in because I, I initially had Julio, but then Julio wasn't playing, so I put Russell Gage in. And then I, reshif- I reshuffled my entire lineup to get Russell Gage out so that I could put fucking Mike Williams and Justin Herbert in. And then Mike Williams didn't do much for me. Neither did Herbert. And Russell Gage goes and puts up two touchdowns and has a monster game. It's just how the shit works. All right, so we got a 14-3 game at halftime of the Giants and Washington. They just kneeled it out. Going into the half with an 11-point lead in Washington is the New York Giants. Love it. I absolutely love to see that. I don't like Washington. Get them the fuck out. If it wasn't for them, our boys are 14-0. Yeah, let's let's get into this one game where I think it's going to be the fastest game on the segment. What were your thoughts on the Denver-Arizona game? Broncos Nation, let's ride. Woo! Trace McSorley fucking stinks. <laughs> he does. That. Yeah. Why did I pick the Cardinals? <laughs> Why did you pick the Colt Cardinals? McCoy, dude? You picked it because Colt McCoy and he got fucking hurt. Yeah, I did. I just, I went with the better quarterback. I should have went with the better defense. That's, that's all I got literally, to say about that. And that's that's what I said going in. I was like, the Broncos got the better defense, bro. No shot. Yeah. I'm thinking I'm taking Colt McCoy going up against that defense. And then on the opposite side, Brett Rippian played decent. He played all right. He, he he wasn't burning down any fucking like nobody's pounding down the door to come get Brett. But 21 for 26, 197 yards, a touchdown and a pick. He did take seven sacks on the day. But Latavius Murray had a big day. Uh, Marlon Mack was able to get on the board with a touchdown. And the Broncos let their defense do the damn thing. And they fucking, they did what they do. And they won. Justin Simmons and Pastor Tan with a pick each. Yeah. D, are you you there? Yeah, I heard a little static. Uh, So I was trying to see if it was me or. What it oh, was, right. so all fixed. Now you're chilling, but yeah, the toilet bowl, sh- the toilet bowl shit game of the week was. Uh, I mean, hey, at least it wasn't three three. At least it didn't end in a tie. It could have yeah. been worse, but it was a pretty fucking shit bowl game. Let's jump to another shit bowl game then. The Cleveland Browns beat those bums in Baltimore that are. It's like they fucking floated out to the middle of. They're so far up Shit's Creek without a paddle. It's it's not even funny. <laughs> they stink, bro. They better hope Lamar gets his ass back quick. They got they this, lost. What was it? Thirteen three. Yeah, this was literally another game where I turned it on and I started to watch it, and I was just like, I I just can't. I literally I thought I was watching like the Frankfurt Chargers versus the Moss Eagles. Hey, 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 that's what this game reminded me of. It was like Pop Warner football. Huntley was doing college plays. Like they literally rolled out a college playbook for him. I was like, I can't watch this game. This is this is NFL. This is not college football. If I want to watch college football, you know, that that game reminded me of a Mac Monday. Like fucking central central Michigan versus I don't even know another team. Marshall. I don't know. Like it was just it was that type of game. It's funny you said Moss versus Frankfurt because I played for Moss and um, we played Frankfurt. That was a great – it was a great little rivalry that they had back in the 90s, 2000s. I wonder if it still goes now. Honestly, I don't know. But 
I remember I went to play and I got there and the coach was like, you need to lose like 20 pounds in the next three weeks if you want to play. And I wasn't like I was big, but I wasn't like like huge. I, I think the cutoffs were like 130. I might have been like 150 or whatever it was. But Damn. so here I am, bro. I'm like, this is when I lived in that. Yo, D. Now you're going to remember this. This is when I lived at Harvison and Tarsdale where we used to sell waters in that fucking water bug house, roach house. That shit was rough. <laughs> but yeah. here I am trying to make the football team with Moss. I'm like 10 or 11 years old. They're telling me I got to lose this weight. I am fucking jogging Tarsdale Ave with a fucking, in, in August, with a trash bag, a hoodie, and sweatpants on. At like 10 or 11 years old to make the football team. I'm jogging. And and it's just, it, it's something I always go back to. I always think about that. Whenever I drive past, or I literally remember myself jogging those streets trying to lose some weight to play on a football team at 10 yeah, years man, old. Dedication. Dedication. Not even sucks. Yeah. What happened? Weight ball is so unfun. Like it's. Especially for kids. I know. I don't think the Chargers have a team anymore, but. I know Moss has a unlimited team, unlimited weight team of high school. There's like a bunch of high school kids that play for them along with high school football. These kids are fucking my size though. It's I've seen them. Nah, I think the I think the Chargers still have a team. I haven't heard anything about. It. I mean, and they're not good. It's all about the Philly Blackhawks now. Yeah, everything's hey, Blackhawks. I, I feel like they were just in, in Florida for the Nationals or something. I could I, be wrong I, though. I have no fucking clue. Nah, yeah, the North Philly Blackhawks just played the Frankfurt Chargers on September 25th. There's highlights hey, who, online. Who won? Uh, I don't. I don't see it here. Shout out to St. Joe's Prep for wearing the, the winning the PIAA six championship though. They fucking hey. slipped through everybody. Crazy. Wow. New wish- England allowed 13 points in the final 32 seconds of the fourth quarter. It's crazy. But off of one shitball game, dude, go into another shitball game, and we're going to top it off with another shitball game in the fucking <laughs> shitty Atlanta Falcons and the New Orleans Saints, where it's crazy that the Saints still have a shot to win that division now with Carolina and fucking Atlanta and Tampa Bay all losing today. Mm-hmm. What are they, They're five and nine, us. something like that? They're gonna screw us, bro. With that pick, yep. Us. And us beating Chicago didn't help because now Chicago is gonna get a better pick. <laughs> well, I mean, it helped us. We're the top. Well, seed. yeah. I'm just going by with I'm going with the draft stock. With us beating Chicago gives them another loss, which gives them another. They have to. Chicago has to be like top four. It has to be. At this point. They're showing they're showing right now how the Patriots had a forty two percent chance to make the playoffs coming into today, and now they're down to twenty two percent because of that play. <laughs> Dude, the Jaguars had a zero percent chance. Now they have a thirty six percent chance. Zero from zero to thirty six. Yeah, zero. Eagles, because I Eagles guess had, they already they already zero gave them zero. The Eagles had a hundred percent chance. They now have a hundred percent chance because they they basically chalked up the L to the Cowboys. They were already giving yeah. them the L to the Cowboys, so it was, the Browns had a one percent chance over the Jaguars. That's disrespectful. And now the Jaguars have 
the best odds out of the four remaining in the hunt. Mm. I would love to see the Jaguars and the Lions rally and make playoff pushes. Dude, that would be just great. Yeah, so Desmond Ritter, uh, he did make his his NFL debut today. It wasn't the best. They kind of bottled his ass up. 13 for 26, 97 yards. Uh, He took four sacks. He had a QBR at 32 and a rate under 60. Their rushing game was good, though. Algeria had 17 carries, 139 yards, a touchdown. Uh, Patterson got got in on the mix with a touchdown. The team rushed for 231 yards, kind of kept them in. And Drake London balled out. They got 11 targets, 7 catches, 70 yards. Um, but Ritter really wasn't able to do much to wear on the other side. Dalton played a good, played a safe game. 11 for 17, 151 yards, 2 touchdowns, no picks. Taysom Hill had a bomb. Uh, so he got a touchdown. Kamara put up some decent yardage, but he, he again, was held out of the end zone and fucking killed me with my same game parlays um but the saints kind of you know they they come out they punch atlanta in the face atlanta's able to save face in the first half and not get shut out they put three on the board they have an even third quarter and then atlanta makes a little push late but it was just too too little too late and um the saints i mean they they just it was weird. It was like it felt like they dominated the game, but they didn't. It, it, it was just a weird. I, I kind of, I actually did tune into that game for a decent portion. And again, it was just like okay, I, I had no at no point did I think that the Falcons had a chance to win. But it was like they still had a chance to win throughout the entire game. I don't know. It was a shit bowl game of the week nominee. Yeah, with all with all the good games we had, we did have some shitty games as well. And I guess you got to kick the good with the bad. Let's jump into another one. Pittsburgh Steelers defeat the Carolina Panthers. All three of us were on the wrong side of this. We all had Carolina winning this, and I think that I could take a little bit of uh, the blame for that because I came in last week's show talking about how the Panthers controlled their own destiny, and I was high higher on them because of the way that Foreman ran and Hubbard ran the week before, and how Darnold was making and he yo Sam Darnold had a dot today i i said that to you guys earlier in the text message in the group chat but they lose and um i think carolina's chances of playoffs i mean they were already slim but i think they're done now i don't see them winning and pittsburgh is still just trying to get time on a winning season get get the nine victories you're not gonna make the playoffs but keep his little streak going but even that i don't see that happening yeah i mean I, I thought I thought Rudolph was going to um, was going to start. Right. That's why I kind of picked the Panthers. But Mitch wound up starting. He played a decent game. He didn't play terrible. He played a decent game, and they ran the ball with Najee. And Najee was just a horse today. Had eighty six yards, I believe, uh, one touchdown. So they just did everything they needed to do to beat this Carolina team that we kind of don't know who they are, or what they are, or what they are going to be. So, I mean, at this point, there was just it was just two teams. Who who was going to be the better team today? That's that was it. There because they're to me they're probably maybe Steelers have a little bit better defense, but the Panthers have a, a okay. De- you know, I feel like they're similar to defenses. So it was just basically who was the better team this Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where was the? Let me see. So. 
for Pittsburgh, in order so so the streak that I was talking about is the same one I referenced a couple weeks ago. It was Mike Tomlin has 16 consecutive years with a winning season. So the Steelers sit at six and eight, which means that in order for them to achieve that for him, they got to win their last three games. They got the Raiders, the Ravens, and the Browns. Any shot, Tom, any shot that they went out and get Mike Tomlin his winning season. Absolutely. So you and think – Yeah, I mean, I think it all comes down to next week's game more so than the last two games because they're division games. I mean, no matter what, with Lamar, without Lamar, the Steelers always faithfully play the Ravens. The Ravens good. They always play them tight. They always play them strong. Yep. And who to know? And the same thing with the Browns. I mean, Deshaun Watson does not. First of all, the dude doesn't even doesn't even look like he's worth a million dollars, let alone that two hundred something million dollar contract he got. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, anybody yeah. can beat the Browns right now. They don't look they don't look anything special. Do so. I think it all comes down to more so the Steelers. You said they play the Raiders, right? Next week. Yes. It all comes down to that game, but I do think that if they if they play. Some good football, yeah, they could win the next three. Do I think it's going to happen? No, but can it happen? Yes. I don't think I they beat the Tom. Raiders same, next same thing. Same thing. Yeah. Is it possible? Again, any given Sunday, anything is possible. But uh, in my opinion, I think they lose two out of the next three games that they play. Okay. How about you, Rye? Uh, I don't – I think they could. I don't think they will. I think it – I. I think the Raiders is their toughest game. I don't see Lamar back for that Ravens game, so I think Pittsburgh easily could win that. And then that Browns, I don't care if Deshaun Watson's playing or Brissett's playing. I think the same thing. Those last two games, I think Pittsburgh can and probably should win, but it's that Raiders game because the Raiders are they're coming in off that. Du- now, look, the Raiders could just be like on cloud nine and come in and have a huge letdown. And that game is in Pittsburgh. So like Minnesota at home against Dallas coming Except, off that Buffalo win. Or like Minnesota at home against Indy in the first half. Yeah. yeah. Yo, they could, Lamar's not back next week. Um, I haven't seen anything that says that. I will look it up, though. Definitely. No, I, I didn't know because I, I seen um, – I was talking to Sean Maynard. And because I was busting his balls because we have the bets with him. And he was like, Lamar's back next week. I was like, I just didn't know if they're rushing him back too early or not. They, I don't think they care. Like, I mean, they did. I don't want to say that. That's, that's a lazy thing to say is that they don't care. But like, this is like do or die. It's like either you make the playoffs and you get us there and we'll pay you. Or you don't, and we just franchise tag and we'll continue this thing into the next all season and yada yada yada. I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens with them down there down the stretch. The Kansas City Chiefs and the MVP fraud runner, not front runner, fraud runner, uh Patrick Mahomes, go down to the wire with the Texans, who in the second straight week takes a top five team to the brink. They walk it off in overtime with a who was that? Jarek McKinnon. With uh, bust through the middle, gets in, fucking walks away with a touchdown. Game over. Struggle with the Texans, but they get out with a dub. D, what'd you think about that game? Um, I think that you know, I just want to first apologize to the Houston Texans fans because the fix was in. I jinxed you guys. 
Uh, I basically said, you know, Houston's about to beat the Chiefs. And what happens? I believe they threw an interception, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, they fumbled. Fucking Davis. They fumbled. fumbled. Yeah, so literally, they fumbled. Literally a second and Tom, you said that. And Tom let me have it. So, uh, But, again, I just don't think this Chiefs team is going to go far in the playoffs because this is, this is a game where I just wanted to see them you know, beat the brinks off of the, the Texans. But if they didn't show me that. If I'm not mistaken, every team that has been – I don't think there was a team that covered this year that that was favored double digits. I could be wrong on that, but, you know, that, that's just a, a nice little stat to, um, you know, keep in the back of your mind for double-digit favors. Yeah. yeah, for yeah in the future. But, again, I just think the, this Chiefs isn't that team that, you know, you're really afraid of. Like, you know, I, I think that – the Bills can beat the Chiefs in a playoffs. Mm-hmm. The Dolphins, um, I and I, I think if it can't, the Bengals. I'm sorry, Tom. You know, I, I was no. The Bengals ain't winning. Tell them like, tell them what you really feel, D. I think the Bengals are shit, Tom. <laughs> and I think that the Patriots are going to cover my ten points that you're giving me. The Patriots are honestly, with the exception of that dumbass play, I, when you really look at the – you can look at the numbers. The Patriots might be better than the Bengals. They just got Stop. a tougher schedule. Honestly. I Who's might – got you know, a tougher schedule? I might – the Patriots, bro. Go look at the numbers. Don't just look at the name of the teams. And Mac Jones statistically, pound for pound, is having a better season than Joe Stop. Burrow. He is. Go look at the numbers. Stop. We can't sit here and we can't sit here and talk about schedules though. We can't be hypocrites. One, two, Rye, shut up because you're talking out your ass right now. Tom, the one thing is the Patriots ain't gonna be in the jungle. The Bengals are gonna be in mass and they're gonna okay. beat their ass. <laughs> in mass. <laughs> and then you're gonna be chugging some beers. Tom didn't see. Tom is getting so – yo, I'm saying that Mac Jones is better than Joe Burrow, and I see the steam coming out of your head. You're so mad. You're not even looking at the screen. I'm over here fucking making fun of you. Oh, I seen you going like <laughs> – What was I doing? Wait, wait. That, some dumb fucking weird-ass What face. was I doing? <laughs> I'll put you on a big camera. You do that again. <laughs> Bengals no, going to the Super Bowl, baby. You think so? Yup. You want you want to train now, baby. You want to put a wager on that? Nope. I already have a wager on it. That's enough. I have. Tom, you you always talk out of your ass, and then you get scared, buddy. Dumb, dumb. We have a bet already, so I'm gonna obviously ride with my team to see your dumb Not ass me. shave me shave your eyebrows. I hope they never grow the fuck back. Not me and you, Rye. I'm I'm not worrying about you, Rye. You need to. Trust me, I don't. You should. <laughs> oh, I cannot get in on a bet, Tom. I don't gotta think be the fa- you got to be faster than Derek. You didn't make a bet about strictly the Bengals going to the Super Bowl. Correct, but now I'm on a bet with you. You made the bet for me, so I'm rocking with the Bengals of the Super Bowl. All right, so make a make a one on one bet with me. That that that'd be dumb. Why? What am I? What am I getting I, out of this, Rye? I respond with an NFC team. No, no, you respond with what team you think's going to the Super Bowl. I'll respond with 
from the AFC. Exactly. And I'll say what time – what team do you think is going to the Super Bowl from the AFC? I'll take Buffalo. All right, I'll take the Bengals. All right, so what happens if what, – what's the bet? Shave our beards? <laughs> shave our beards? Nah, Somebody, I'll shave, this I'll was shave a special my... request. Was this, this a was, special request? It was. From his Do job. It, Tom. It, it was Tom. from his job. They were like, yo, if you get Tom in a bet to shave his face, I will love oh, it. Let's do it, Tom. Lock it in. Don't now nah, don't be you're stupid. First of all, I don't want I don't I don't want Ryan's little fucking peach fuzz on his beard. I want his fucking head. I want that bitch bicked. Do it, right? With a gillette. I'm not shaving my head. I'm not shaving my beard. Your beard is just, nothing. You have peach fuzz. You have pubic hairs on your fucking face. I got more. I got more hair on my face than you got on your head. Okay, and I got more I hair on more, my fucking. I got more hair on my beard than you got on your head. My fucking one. My two year old has more hair on his nuts than you got on your head. Bro, a newborn baby has more hair than me on my head. You're not yeah, telling me something I don't know. But if I'm yeah, shaving my beard that I've had for the past fucking ten plus years. I've had my beard for fucking how long? It doesn't matter that it doesn't you're grow as you're ugly picking as the, yours. You're, 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 pick, you're picking the head. Bro, listen. If you need me to fucking set up a, a visit with the SPCA so they can get the fucking birds out of your fucking beard, if that's, this, if that's the excuse here is that you're not trying to interrupt nature, Tom, just say it. I mean, why aren't you shaving your head? Tell me why you're not going to shave your head. Because I got moles. Okay. <laughs> You look like Kev O'Donnell. Odes. Uh, <laughs> oh, never mind. Let me not say what I was going to say. But come on, do the beard, Tom. You do the head. Right. That sounds all right. So let's let's think of something else. Obviously, you ain't going to budge. We'll think of something. We'll have something by Thursday show. Okay. All right. Anything you else you guys want to touch on before we jump on out of here? Nah, that's it. I'm ready to go watch the rest of this game. Me too, Tom. Anything? Not at all. Rye, how much hair do you have on your body, Rye? (laughs) We might be talking about waxing backs, cuz. That's what I'm saying. Oh, my God. Yo, yo, Rye, how much hair do you have on your butt crack? I I can't. I just can't. What type of question is that? I have to go back and look at my photos from Mexico to see if you have any hair on your chest. Nah, you ain't got no hair on your chest. What you mean? I got a couple right there. Yo, look at that. See that? Ow. Come on, don't disrespect me, Tom. Just because you're a fucking grizzly bear don't mean that the rest of us ain't got hair. You ain't lying. Now my camera's all fucked up. Thank God we're getting off. All right. We will catch, we will catch everybody on Thursday. Thank you for joining us. Peace out. Peace.